0: Hello, I'm Brock. And
1: I'm Betsy. And this
0: is Mountain Home Stories, your community podcast.
1: Where we talk to the people and local businesses that make Mountain Home, Mountain Home.
0: Let's go. Hello, this is Brock Cherry, Community Development Director with the City of Mountain Home. And this is the first ever inaugural episode of the Mountain Home Stories podcast. Today is August 26, 2022. And I am here with my fearless co-host, Betsy Hiddleston. Betsy.
1: Hi, Brock. Happy to be here. So excited to start this journey. I've never heard a podcast, but um, I guess we're going to start with me listening to our own.
0: Sounds like a plan. So really quick, before we begin this episode, we just wanted to give a quick intro of who me and Betsy are. So like I said, my name is Brock Cherry. I am a Idaho boy through and through. I was born in Southeast Idaho in a small town called Rigby. And I went to undergraduate in Southeast Idaho and I went to the University of Idaho for graduate school in city planning, where I had then the opportunity to move my little family to Meridian as a city planner and then Twin Falls. And now I am in the best city in Idaho, Mountain Home. So Betsy, do you have a little spiel?
1: I was born in Florida, fun facts, Tyndall Air Force Base is where my dad was stationed at when I was born. Um, in 2001, we got stationed here in Mountain Home, and that is where my parents chose to retire. I graduated from Mountain Home High, then went on to Boise State to get my Bachelor's of Arts in Communications with a public relations certificate. And yeah, after I graduated from Boise State, I uh, did a couple years over at the Mountain Home Chamber where I got to know all of our great local businesses and some community members. And after that, I went on to the extension office and kind of worked my way through offices and uh, ended up here a little over a year ago at the city of Mountain Home. Super excited to be here and excited to get to know some of our local business owners and community members that makes our Mountain Home, Mountain Home.
0: Awesome, Betsy. Thank you. It's very important to know that the reason we chose to do a podcast is we believe that other forms that city government has spoken with residents, that's spoken with developers, people that wanna come here and learn more um, are somewhat antiquated. Um, You know, we don't know if anyone loves getting newsletters anymore or people just disregard them or just the simple email update. Instead, we wanted to choose a medium which engages people where also we can have people on where they can tell their story, hence Mountain Home Stories, and we can see that human component um, because really, what makes Mountain Home are the people. So this is a way to get to know our people and understand our town and our community and where we hope to go someday. So with that, we have our first guest ever. Um, this is Mr. John Waters. He is an interesting character. I actually came to know John at Trivia Nights at Blue Pit Brewing. Um, fantastic individual. And John, we're going to just go ahead and let you introduce yourself.
2: Well, thanks guys for having me. I really appreciate being out here and you guys wanting to have me. And uh, it's, it's pretty cool to see you guys create this. and Because uh, I never expected this in this little, little town that, that captures so many hearts and minds and stuff. <laughs> and mine my, my, my own too. So um, yeah, so I'm John Waters. Uh, of Johnwatersvoiceover.com, and I do voiceovers all the time. Um, most of the time, it's going to be audiobooks and things like that. So, if you like listening to <laughs> the classics or mysteries or any of those sort of things, I've done them, and it is fantastic. And I, so I guess if you want to get to know me even more and get into like where your guys's introduction is, um, I'm an Idaho boy myself. Yeah. Woohoo. <laughs> uh, but I uh, came from Boise, Meridian area, and eventually came out here, but went to BSU. Yay, Broncos. Woo,
0: Boise! Vandals rock! Um, wow, ouch. <laughs> hey. hey uh, I thought we were friends. Flagship
2: school. Flagship school. <laughs> thought we
0: were
1: friends.
2: Um, anywho, so I, I went to theater through high school. I got my theater arts degree at BSU. Fantastic. Um, and... Since about 2011, I've been kind of pursuing doing things behind the mic uh, with the idea of being, uh, you know, as you get older, you can only play so many roles. Like you're not going to cast an 80 year old person to do oh. Romeo and Juliet unless it's like a geriatric version, which could be fun. <laughs> but being behind the mic, I had a lot more area to play with as far as characters and staying more or less in the game and so long as like nothing, you know, I don't hit my head really hard on something, I can keep doing this career until Kingdom Come. So uh, and yeah, we came out here and it's fantastic. It's better than I thought it would be, honestly.
0: So John, as we get into why you came out here, Hmm. um, we have developed a question that we (gasps) intend on asking all of our guests. Um, to really get down to the meat, because we want to know like, what makes mountain home mountain home. So I have this concept of I want to ask each guest what is a mountain home treasure, like only something that a true mountain homie or a mountain homie would know. And to give you an idea of kind of the in-depth detail of what I'm trying <laughs> to find, is I will give you mine. All right. So mountain home treasure. Fatty's pizza. Hmm. Down on Maine. Fantastic New York slice. The treasure that's there. Because the pie itself is fantastic. Uh-huh. But if you want to take it up to the next step, the next level, the jalapeno ranch. <laughs>
2: I didn't think you were a spicy
0: guy, man. Who did think? I'm not. Um, <laughs> but when in
1: ranch form. But
0: in ranch form, <laughs> the jalapeno ranch. And it's just not like jalapeno seasoning in there, bud. Mm. They're like... Chopping up jalapenos into these minuscule molecule like pieces and putting it in there, and it infuses with the ranch in such a way that it just takes that pizza from like a 10 Mm. to a 13. Like, it's (laughs) that's awesome. Like, when my wife gets fatties and she doesn't get the ranch, I'm like, go back. Drive back to Mountain Home. Drive back into town. Drive back into town, and get it. But you know, it's one of those things that you know, and it's little, like, 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 like it's a condiment. But it's one of those things, like, you know, you're from Mountain Home when you know that you're not only going to go to fad, Fatties, but you're going to get that side mm. of Jalapeno Ranch. So that's kind of my thing. Um. Let's see. So I, I think I might have,
2: have two to give you. Go ahead. Um, one being, uh, Blue Pit Brewing just in general. Um, and if we're going for something very specific, probably there, um, it's probably going to be, uh, one of their beverages that they happen to serve there. This is a public podcast, uh, <laughs> um, is probably, uh, the uh, the Snoopy that they used to have, and I think they're trying to bring back around, which was and Jeff can make some really good stuff. Um, but on on top of that, my second one, um, and it's going to be more philosophical, and it's probably going to sound like a like a cat poster. But it's kind of the the people and the environment that gets cultivated when that new, new business, and he's only been open almost two years, three maybe. Um, where you get kind of that small town like, oh, what are the Johnsons up to? What are the Waterses up to? What are the Curtises doing? Oh, they're doing, it, they're, you know. And you have a place where all these people can gather and have fun and do trivia Yeah, for one of them. And it just, <laughs> honestly, the, the bringing together of even uh, just a couple of people to talk and chat is, is really kind of cool to see because it's almost a different vibe. Anywhere else in, in Idaho or even in these bigger cities where it's you're you're in your own lane, you're doing your own thing. But out here, it feels very much like, you know, you can sit somewhere and someone go, hey, how you doing? I'm like, uh, Hi, <laughs> let's let's drum it up. And like an hour later, you're like, this is my new best friend. <laughs> um, and maybe that's just me speaking for myself to be like, John, let's stop talking to this person. We have to go. Like, ah, but they have cool stories. So uh, I think that I... I like the atmosphere that's here. I think there's something magical about it. And I, I really wish I could put my like finger on it, but something's here. I don't know if a wizard came through and started like just blasting around, but they did a good job.
0: <laughs> well, to kind of build off that, you know, as a city planner, community development, like 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 we talked about a sense of place mm-hmm. and how important it is to have places in communities where people can speak with each other, not at each other. Mm. Mm -hmm. And I think that's kind of what Blue Pit Brewing is. It's it's designed to be a place um, where people can sit down, enjoy a beverage, maybe a food truck's there, Mm -hmm. enjoy some deliciousness Mm -hmm. off of there and sit together and speak with each other Mm -hmm. um, instead of at each other. And I think our town has a lot of those. And I think a lot of, like, if we look at downtown specifically, you know, it, it was more than just improving infrastructure, which is insanely important, insanely important. It was more than, you know, taking away a lane of road, um, which is, you know, pretty controversial, right? But you create this extra sidewalk, you create a place for a bench, you create extra space for people to come across and just see each other and say hello. And, you know, you know, you're in a small town when everyone gives that two finger wave like all the time, like I love it when on my way to mountain home, I'm driving in my car, and I see, like, five people I see. And I'm like, hey, hey, hey. Just (laughs) doing that two-finger wave right off the steering wheel.
2: I see my father-in-law do that a lot. And I always wonder, being like, how do you know this person? Like, I don't. I don't.
0: (laughs) They just look nice.
1: They gave us a smile. (laughs) Why not?
0: I love it. So, John. Yes. um, We we, we have some questions for you. So, you are a voice actor. I am. In Mountain Home. um, Which, for a lot of people, you know, they wonder, do those go together necessarily (laughs) so you know bsu you're graduating you're ready to take on the world you have this background in theater did you see yourself like i'm gonna be a voice actor and i'm gonna have my home base in mountain home uh
2: no uh mostly the idea uh several years ago was to be like i'm gonna do this and i'm gonna be in la and i'm gonna be the next spongebob you know that sort of thing and that was kind of where it was moving toward. Um, until I found out, uh, having gone there and gotten some advice and hung out there for a little bit, not terribly long, but enough to go like, uh, yeah, you want to be a voice actor. Great. But here's the thing. Uh, most of the professional people that they, I, that person ran into was like, oh, they do it all online. I'm like, are you kidding me? (laughs) I've been here for, I've killed like four or five grand just like getting myself here, and then to find out I could have been doing what I was doing, where I'm at for a third of the price, with people I kinda enjoy. Cause it was weird, like I don't mean to bad mouth anywhere else to raise up another, but it seemed like most of the people I talked to in uh, LA, Santa Monica, uh, North Hills, Burbank, and whatnot, they're like, "Yeah, this is where we're at. Oh, uh. I'm like, why? You could be anywhere else in the world doing what you're doing. And not all of them are, you know, writing scripts and cafes and things. Um, But like coming out here, well, starting in Boise and being like, well, this is fine. And then eventually moving to Mountain Home. uh, It for me, doing the uh, voiceover stuff was kind of a supplementary income between doing stage stuff, stuff around film Etcetera, et cetera, which were super cool projects. Um, but with the, and I, this is going to sound terrible. I'm sure it'll get edit, edited out. But in the advent of COVID with everyone being like, oh, we got to stay inside. We got to, you know, don't talk to anybody. Don't do anything. Where I can set up and everyone else seemed to set up their own remote uh, computers and work from homes and whatnot. The studio system did it too, quite a bit. Um, where they were like, oh, we, don't have to have this multi million dollar sound s- studio for people we have to bring in just from California or Texas or New York or whatever. We got a guy who has, uh, you know, an office in his basement, me, <laughs> that has it sound treated, <laughs> ready to go. It sounds just fine. You know, we have sound engineers to fix whatever needs to be fixed. So people were saving money. And I, luckily, was like, all right, we're going to do full time right when that happened. And it, just kind of snowballed from there. Was it scary? Yeah, because <laughs> like who who has ever heard of a guy being like, so you just sit in your basement and like talk to yourself
1: all day? And be like, well, yeah. And you don't live with your mom? No. I don't. <laughs> like whenever you hear about like, someone living in their basement, you're like, and mom's upstairs? No. <laughs> no, sadly, you know, <laughs> my, <laughs> my sweet
2: lady wife gets to be up there, <laughs> and she's so nice. Being like, I don't, I'm not too loud. I might be like, I can barely hear you. Um which, you know, I it took time to build that, it took time to, to make that happen, but it, it occurred to a lot of people that you can be anywhere and, and make this happen. And it was super cool to see that happen and be like, I can be, I don't have to be in these places that are like, I got a check for like a national thing and off it goes to rent. <laughs> like, here's next month, you know, you can... I don't know, you can build it. You don't have to worry about so many other people and all the nickel and diming that has to happen in these larger environs. And it, you get in this uh, city, town, uh, you get all these looks, at least I do, being like, so what do you do expecting, you know, uh, you know, something in the cheese factory or, oh, I work at this guy's place. I'm like, oh, I'm a voice actor. I'm like, what? What is that? I'm like, well, and then it just <laughs> circles itself back here. Um, but did I expect it? No. Not at all. Um, it was... I don't know. It was uh, almost a necessity for us to kind of come out here. And it kind of happened... Not not in a way that we were kind of hoping, because uh, me and Laurel uh, lived in Boise. She's originally from here. Mm-hmm. Um, and has a fantastic family, and they're super supportive. Um, but we were... About to, like, re-up our rent at the place we were at. And they were like, hey, you have, like, 60 days. To, uh, uh, you have a week to tell us if you're going to move in, like, 60 days. We're like, uh-huh. And we're going to raise your rent.
0: Was it a really, like, substantial bump? Was uh, it just, like, the 2% from, increase? 2% from where
2: increase, it or? started, it was like, we were we were there a couple of years. And they were always like, well, we're going to raise it another $50. And we're like, uh, Okay. And then it, by the end of it, we were like, "Man, like we can't, we can't do this." Especially when people are paying much less at that time for like mortgages and stuff. So it took us like the better part of a month to go like, "All right, let's figure out a house." And we found where we're at out here, which was fantastic. And we've been sprucing it up like you do any homeowner, anything, you know, making the lawn look nice. And it's. It's home, like the town says, man, like it's, it's what it is. And at first I was like, it doesn't have, a, you know, old Chicago or Pojo's, Doesn't have a Pojo's. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> what am I going to even do out here? And next thing I know, I'm like, oh man, I can't wait to, you know, go out and see people on, on this day or play darts on Tuesday night or whatever. It, it, it made a more community than it
0: was having more people over there. Well, and I'm glad that you bring up that there is some initial trepidation. Sure. Because to me, you know, you go like like you grew up in Boise. So mm-hmm. you have to understand, like, I grew up in Rigby. So Boise's like <laughs> How city. do they
2: build a town this what big? Is this?
0: <laughs> you know, so so your expectation going to LA is I'm gonna go to the big city. Mm-hmm. Then you come, then you go back to Boise and then it's like now we're gonna go to Mountain Home. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, I, I can totally I see. see like like did you ever think like am I backtracking? Like, am I... I, you know, you think that a little bit, but that's just a
2: population thing. There, There is a quality versus, like, a quantity sort of uh, thing that happens, you know? Um, and you might find, like... I've heard stories of people who live in New York where they're like, oh, we only stay in this, like, three-block radius. This is where, like, four generations of whoever have just been. This is our part of town. You know, and that becomes kind of their... I guess identity but also like it's the same thing sort of here mm-hmm. where it's like oh no we we only go you know duh, 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 duh. um it it's it's really cool and it it doesn't feel like backtracking man like like it at, initially I was like oh man I don't know but
1: <laughs> like let's wait for that their rent check right <laughs> right
2: like but then like it it grows on you and not in like a like, in a terrible way, like a fungus. But, like, <laughs> it grows on you in such a way that it's it's nice. It's like a piece of you was like, I didn't realize I could meet all these people and explore all the way out here and see these views that I see out here. And, yeah, it is a small town. It's a great small town. I like it. Um, But my opinion of it at first was not quite that. But I hadn't really experienced it. Like, I had seen it from the outside of, like, Mountain Home. That's like, that's like a 45-minute drive from Boise. And there's there's nothing to get you there. It, it feels like a time war. And then now it's like, oh, well, I love the drive. I love the drive back and forth or mm-hmm. going one way or the other. I, I love the little drives around town to be like, I didn't realize this was here or that was here or what's happening over here. And even, like you say, the two-finger wave of like, oh, I see they're walking around. hope they're having a good day. And it yeah, it's so kind <laughs> as opposed to Boise or anywhere else where it's like, yeah, head down, shoulder. I have to get to where I'm getting and God help you if you're in my way. Whereas here, it's nice and slower,
0: <laughs> you know? No. And I, I totally get that. Um, you know, in my work, I, I facilitate land use applications. Mm. I facilitate change which can be very very hard for some people sure and the crazy thing is is I know that there can be people um, where we may have differences as far as what we think should happen and what not ha- and what could happen and you know sometimes certain meetings get really gnarly but I'm confident if I was to leave the meeting and get broken down somewhere hmm. that people where maybe I'm not Maybe I'm not their biggest hero. Maybe I'm not their favorite person. They would still pull over, right, and make sure I'm okay. Hey man, you all right? right oh, it's just a flat. I'll fix it. Yeah, mm. flat. You know, <laughs> or... and like that's where it's like mountain home, like a lot of the, a lot of other small towns. Like like there's just innate goodness and yeah. innate heart, and in that we will take care of each other. Right at, at the end of the day, mm. where you know in bigger places, sometimes it's not as potent.
2: Right, because it was. There's a story of someone who had, who had come from, like, L.A. or some of these bigger cities and had gone to a restaurant. Um, and he ordered, like, some pasta. And someone next to him was like, oh, that looks good. What is that? And he's like, I had to stop myself from, like, telling them to mind their own business. And, like, like just, huh." And it was like, oh, I got this. And she's like, and the other person was just like, oh, that looks great. I think I'll have that. And let them go on their merry way. So there has to be something about those bigger areas that, like, I don't know, constrict the soul as opposed to I don't know, make it flourish in the you know, the the ground that is here.
0: So some of the things that, you know, me and Betsy do, um Betsy wears some hats, she's the community she's the communication specialist, and she's also the economic development specialist. And I think what we want to know is, you know, that secret sauce that Mountain Home has, like, how how do we accelerate mountain home growing on people like what what are the things that we need to need to do better so they can see oh my gosh there's all of these things under the surface like how do we get those things to surface how do we get this beautiful orca well mm. come out of the water more often and show <laughs> people here
1: i am there's amazing things well, i guess the other side of that though is do we need to do anything are we already doing a great job <laughs> Excellent. is point. mountain home great as Excellent it is point. like you know
2: well i mean Every town is going to have its ups and downs it's all like you know it, it is what it is um, where I think it's heading right now with it bringing in kind of these bigger outside businesses um, is is helping to put itself on the map um, your taco bells wingers others places that are, are are more noticeable and whatnot um, but I mean you have within the last decade or so a lot of people being like, no no no, I just want to go to the mom and pop store I want to go to the places that someone built from where they grew up and i think that's part of its charm here with people who are going like you know what i'm gonna try to make this place as best as i can instead of you know i'll throw my garbage in the back or whatever but you have you know people who have a lot of hope and a lot of heart like you were saying of like i'm gonna build this oh this opened up i can put something right on this corner lot right over here it's going to be great and we don't have one of these or whatever it is and i think the growth is is really kind of cool to watch for me just being you know dumb civilian on the outside being like oh they're putting into this uh you can like i enjoy the the little steps and little strides that like don't seem like much but like at the end of the day it, it it becomes a a a part of the town it becomes a part of a thing that you can go and see and and you're like we i was there when they put this here and you feel really cool about it and it almost becomes like your your moniker of like how long you've been in town it's like your street cred um in a way (laughs) of being like i you know i was a part of helping and (laughs) by watching helping by watching other people build this place up to become bigger and and not necessarily like we have to put all the businesses in Mountain Home as quickly as we can, but I I like that 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 is is discovering that you don't necessarily need a fast food place on every corner that you don't need um you don't necessarily need you know every clothing shop under the whatever, but the places like Blue Pit, the places that gather the 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 parks etc. where people can go like you know what I on On this day, I get to meet these folks, and on these days, I meet these folks, and I'm going to show up to this place on Sunday, and maybe something will happen. Who knows? Um, But it is important to build these larger uh, community areas where it's, we're doing this, and people want to, because people love Mountain Home, Uh, like, and it's like I say it's a magical thing and I wish I could put my finger on it to really give it that exact being like it's that right there you know the magic stone that mm-hmm. <laughs> some necromancer put in there there is a uh,
1: magic stone but we just don't tell you until you've been here long enough
2: <laughs> the the zoning people <laughs> bury that underneath after your 30 property. years of a residency you we'll will show love you. it here
1: but I you know
2: it, it, you, you want this place to succeed and I think other people want it to too and there's always going to be other opinions of what needs to be done next, and what steps need to be taken for X, Y, or Z? And I, you know, you get some off the wall stuff, but you get some stuff being like that would be super cool, like the the skate, the miniature little skate park out there. I see kids out there all the time; they are having a ball out there. Well, and what hadn't existed what a year ago? And like, like, not to correct phenomenal. you,
0: like you referred to it as miniature, but it is actually ginormous oh. for like a community of our size I
1: oh mean, okay people from boise come down like Do they really? fun facts yeah there's like these two guys that are there like every tuesday and thursday morning before the little Rugrats come <laughs> no offense to kids but uh, there are some <laughs> boise people that will come down and specifically skate in our skate park because not that. only is it the same quality as some of their parks hmm. but less people they come in the morning time or when the kids are in school they got that whole park to themselves and it's the same quality in their eyes they're like it's the same as my Park in Boise. Well, Mm.
0: and another shameless plug that I just got to throw out about it is I know that the city utilized a Tony Hawk grant. Um, Shout out to Jamie McDaniel, our grants writer, who has saved the city hundreds of thousands of dollars.
2: Do we get to have Tony Hawk here? Like, what happens? Someday. I
1: hope we do. (laughs) Will
2: will we know he's here? Because nobody seems to recognize him.
1: (laughs) (laughs) But like...
0: That's that's another thing that's kind of cool about Mount Home is you know you have a city that's able to punch above its weight class and provide yeah. this amenity mm-hmm. that you don't see in other small towns because yeah. like we have people here um, in the city you know with our staff who are willing to put forth tremendous efforts to bring these big things mm-hmm. to success
2: really yeah. <laughs> like
1: well I think I I've, I've noticed recently there's been kind of this mantra in some of the committees I've been in and people are saying I'm tired of getting good enough for mountain home Mm. for the longest time there was always the, Oh, it's good enough. It's just mountain home. Why do we need anything more? But we're finally changing that mantra to why do we just get it's good enough? Mm. Why don't we get the best? Just because we're mountain home doesn't mean we don't deserve the Tony Hawk. Right. Why not? Like, yeah, exactly. It's like, why are we doing just good enough? And I think that's really culture has changed in the last five years is go, trying to go for bigger and better and getting the bigger and better and it's I think doing great stuff for Mountain Home and hopefully it continues just to do great things. I agree
0: 100% Excellent point Betsy No I'm totally on board with it So John um, as time's winding down um, that we have with you what you know just, just from your point of view Sure. Um, <laughs> what are some of the things that you're hoping for happens in our community that would make things a little bit better for you and like your small tribe with you and your wife or with your future career aspirations like what are some of the things that you hope to see come forward and ultimately be something that can make your life better here in mountain home winning lottery tickets
1: uh (laughs) our very own cartoon so you can be the next spongebob oh wouldn't that be nice
2: (laughs) i mean it's impressive what some people can just do from their own homes True. and things these days. Um, what would... I mean... Let's see. Well, from my standpoint, I, I know a lot of people are hungry for theater out here. They're hungry for those shows. Yeah. Um, I know they do the movies in the park, and mm-hmm. I, I I wish I kept more, more intact with that, but I always see the park as I drive by just packed full of people. Um, so I think, like... We do have the arts, we do have like all these murals that are very beautiful all around town, and that's fantastic, and I want more of that, of course. I, I'm yeah, more art. <laughs> I'd say more like a community theater would be super cool of of the people around here to be like, "I didn't realize that, you know the the, the city planner of Mountain Home had such a great singing voice, like <laughs> who'd thought? like background, at- background only, just just <laughs> it's all right, you know. Uh, <laughs> But people are hungry for even more of that community and more of that like, oh, we came here to go see this. We all have that. Almost like going way back into like the ye old America times where it was like, did you see the show yesterday? Or, you know, oh, well, yeah, we only have Channel 3. Of course I watched, you know, <laughs> leave it to Beaver. Um, so that you have all these little things that everybody's at and can talk about. All these events that you were talking about, Betsy, of like AFAD and Beer Fest and various other parades and the high school's homecoming and all this fun stuff that everyone can be a part of um so yeah i would i'm putting it out there and it's gonna be the most vague dumb thing more art but (laughs) because people love it and you want to look around and stare at it and see these beautiful walls and murals and what people can bring out that you wouldn't expect out of them and it doesn't necessarily be have to be you know Insane, like, oh, this person can juggle fireballs, like, <laughs> which when would I, be cool. I don't know. Yeah, Someone out complain. here might. I, I wouldn't. <laughs> uh, but I think we're we're headed in that direction. I know we're headed that way, and I think we're we're heading in that uh, in the why not? Mm-hmm. And maybe it's I don't know if it's a cultural thing. I don't know if it's a town thing. I don't know the macro or minor or whatever. But the why not of like, well, I can do that. Oh, well, I can do Yeah, we can do that. Why not? What's stopping us? And people do it. And I think we're right on that, like, I don't know, that mass of people falling over the waterfall of like, we'll do the thing and they'll do it. Um, other than that, uh, I'm very happy that the Taco Bell is being built very quickly. Uh... I think Taco
1: <laughs> Bell has some like weird, like phenomenon over its like users. Uh, like you are you not a user so, of the
2: Taco Bell? I, I the just feel, <laughs> Give me my TB, man.
1: <laughs> I just feel like you never meet someone that's like mm, Taco Bell's okay. Like they're either all in or all out. Like you're like, I wait, love wait. Taco Bell. I live for Taco Bell. I'm getting all the Taco Bell. And you're like, mm, I don't know. You're love not Taco wrong. Bell.
2: I have yet to see some. I mean. I have heard the being like, I I can have Taco Bell, but I got to really plan my next 24 hours.
1: (laughs) Right. I mean, there is that caveat. (laughs)
0: Disclaimer. I am one of those people who are all in on Taco Bell. All in. But now you have me thinking, and I don't know if it's just because it's close to lunch. It's like, now I want to get like a Crunchwrap Supreme. Oh yeah. Now I'm starving. And then I get some jalapeno ranch from fatties. (laughs) And then I combine (laughs) the two into this unholy concoction. oh <laughs> that'll change the and world. that and that will be the mountain home treasure <laughs> that is the new mountain <laughs> so, home treasure <laughs> with that john um thanks for coming on man thank uh, you we appreciate you like i said i met john doing um he is the host um for trivia at blue pit brewing and he does an amazing job and thank you. um i appreciate wednesday, nights, you, at wednesday mm-hmm. nights at 6 p.m wednesday nights at 6 p.m that's an that's another reason why we have this podcast is we want to do you know shameless plugs for our local businesses who provide so much great services and products to our citizens. Um, And we want to make sure that John Waters himself can do a shameless plug of... I
2: will. So if you're looking for some fantastic stuff to spend your time on,
0: or even while you're doing
2: something else, listen to this wonderful voice of mine serenading you with amazing, amazing audio quality that you can only find on Audible and various other places like iTunes. And you know what? If you need yourself a new shirt, You can find it right at www.johnwatersvoiceover.com, as well as some free codes for books if you're just willing to try them out. All I ask is a nice review, an honest one at least. I mean, you can tell it's pretty much dog- I mean, (laughs) yeah, yeah. So that's what I do (laughs) all day, every day. Talk to myself. Thank you, guys. I appreciate this. This was amazing.
0: Thank you, John.
1: Yes, thank you.
0: Any parting words?
1: Um, just thank you to John for, you know, being our first, uh, interviewee, our first guest star. Happy (laughs) to do
0: it. Thank you so much for having me, guys. Great. Great job, guys. Until next time.
1: Thanks for listening to this episode of Mount Home Stories. If you have any comments or recommendations for future episodes, please email
0: us at mhed at mountain-home.us. Until next time.